Greetings. Welcome to episode 44 of Dr. Will's Software Project Leadership Podcast. The customer is always right, right? Got a question from Chris W. of Sioux City. Wait, isn't that where the Litigation Hall of Fame is? No matter. He is having some customer challenges. This may belong on the Q&A playlist, actually, but it's germane to software projects, so here we go. Chris writes, We have a customer who seems to be working overtime to screw up. They're having another contractor build a new system that does something that our system already does. We've tried to ask them about it, but they don't want to talk about it. What should we do? They're actually putting their own business at risk, reinventing the wheel. Well, if you've already subscribed to the channel, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Also, if you're interested in getting my thoughts on a particular project situation you're living through, then snag a free 15-minute no-pitch consult. We'll provide a link in the show notes for that. When you've been in the contracting and consulting business long enough, you will have seen many forms of dysfunctional behavior, including self-destructive chasing after mirages. When the mirage is being sold to them by a competitor, especially one who's clearly bidding to win, then those warnings are going to look a lot like feathering your own nest. They may seem self-serving, even if your primary concern is for your customer. Without knowing all the details, it sounds similar to a situation we experienced years ago. One of our customers decided that their system would be better positioned in the market if they constructed a back-end agnostic tier that their field systems could hit instead of hitting the back-end directly. Note that we were supporting a vendor's two-tier system at the time, so there's some rationale for doing that. Knowing the system well, we put together a realistic bid for what they wanted. The number looked a bit high, but we figured there would be a negotiation process, so we stuck with a conservative estimate. A competitor underbid us, and did so by so much that the customer declined to even negotiate with us. We had said it would take 18 to 22 months to complete. The competitor said they'd have it done in six months at a fraction of the cost. Cutting to the chase, three years later, the system still wasn't complete. Our estimate was far more accurate. Theirs was far more attractive. Attractive like the song of the sirens of ancient myth. As Mike Greenberg writes, the sirens who lured Greek ships toward the rocks to wreck them represented the danger of straying too close to rocky shorelines. The temptation to stay close to an unfamiliar shore could lead to the death by drowning or on a desolate island, far from any hope of salvation. So what to do? It is situation dependent, of course. General advice will always sound like aphorisms, and I can't be specific about your particular case without, well, the particulars of your case. We tried to tell our customer that the competitor was seriously underscoping the effort, but the customer said that the estimated cost was so incredibly better than ours, they just couldn't pass it up. We're not privy to the final resolution if there has been one. We can imagine that they negotiated a firm fixed-price contract, because that's the way they were, and that the contractor was hoping for a change in scope. Any change in scope. A change in scope would force a renegotiation of the contract. No change in scope ever happened to the best of our knowledge and the competitor may have decided to cut their losses and just not complete the work. This happens in real life, by the way. Anne remind me to tell them about an incident involving IBM and the United States Air Force sometime later. So no, the customer's not always right, but they are always the final word unless you interrupt them with, I quit, but then they aren't your customer anymore. Sometimes the grass is so much greener on the other side that there's nothing you can say or do without creating a serious, perhaps existential risk to your own business that will make a difference best you can do is speak the truth as forcefully and articulately as possible. If you fail to convince them, then stand back and try not to be caught in the blow-by. Be ready to assist in cleaning up the mess and realize that even without saying, I told you so, and you shouldn't, your words will carry more weight in the future. 
This channel is dedicated to helping software projects succeed, not just in the short term, but in the long. And remember, if you're interested in specific help to your specific situation, then see the show notes for a link to a specific schedule for a free 15-minute conversation. That's it for me for you for now. Hope you have a great day and a great week ahead. You be careful out there. I'll be seeing you. Bye. Thank you.